Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 682 of RPG Cast for the week of June 24th, 2023. I'm Christopher Tier bringing you this week's RPG news and info. And um, I, can we get this show done? I've got a game to go play. I agree. Yeah. Because um, it's really good so far. Yeah. I have a game to play. It, that game is Final Fantasy 16. What a shock. Did anyone people expect were, to hear that game's mentioned today? <laughs> I mean, people were kind of not that excited about it, and I when? had had hope. How? Like, are you kidding me? Everybody was complaining. I mean, not on this show, but oh. like the internet as a whole was complaining about it. I've been it. sold since trailer one. But... K- Kotaku wrote an article saying that it's not, it's far away from its RPG roots, which I don't. Yeah, agree it is. With. No, it is. It's it's. The... <laughs> This is a this is a Dark Souls Final Fantasy. Let's yeah, be clear. Meta, 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 the user reviews on Metacritic got it at like a six point nine. No kidding, really? It's, it's nice. not nice. It's not my father's Final Fantasy. No, it's not. But it's still a good game, and I want to play it like as much as I can because the story's good. The story's I, good. The whole point of Final Fantasy is, is that it's never the same thing. The it's always good. changing and different. That's Listen, let me put it to you this way. I've been thinking about, remember Final Fantasy 15 while playing this game? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to go finish 15 now. Because <laughs> this is like a good action Final Fantasy, and that wasn't. <laughs> the funny thing is that I can see uh, I-, I can see where they got here from 15. Because, you know, the, the warp, sh- I mean, convinced. the guy has the warp strike built into him. I'm not even convinced it's related. But yeah, you're right. You're right. He's got the warp strike. I can't deny that. So it must be. I mean, they they really polished that battle system from fifteen. I I, don't, I think they started from scratch, Kelly. <laughs> this feels well, more. Maybe. I I honestly feel like this is more Dark Souls inspired than fifteen inspired. Uh But I mean, it's just action combat and dodging I'm, matters and parrying is a thing. And if you do those things well, you're rewarded. And if you don't do them well, you can still muddle through. So it's not a Dark Souls. And I mean, yeah. I, I've got I've got those rings equipped. <laughs> you got the rings on? Dodge. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I. <laughs> but you're an Elden I, Lord. You can do this. I suck at combat. You finished yeah, Elden a- Ring better than I did. Come on. But I was a mage. Chris. Oh, okay. That was you can the triangle button. Yeah, but I, at least this has quick combat, and you know the R one button that I still somehow managed to miss every time it pops up hugely. Dodge on is on the wrong button. I need to remap the controller. I haven't figured out what I want to do there. I think I just need to copy Elden Ring controls because it's not right. <laughs> See, I keep trying to hit the O button as yeah. the dodge. Yeah. Which I, I think that was it in, in Breath of the Wild, but I'm not it's, sure. I think that's O button is dodge and everything. Like Okay. Um But but no, have you have you gotten the second power yet? Um the second power yet. Uh, have, Probably have not. You, I'm only you... I'm not that far because I got mine a day late because Amazon didn't <clears throat> deliver day of Oh, let me, let me tell you about GameStop. Oh, tell me about GameStop. 
they sent me the sh- well I was already freaking out because it was Wednesday before they sent the shipping notification and then they didn't put the tracking number in my shipping notification so mm-hmm. I was like okay is this coming where's my my stuff and I emailed their support and they well, said you didn't actually want number. the game did you yeah uh, <laughs> exactly I I get their the tracking number from their support and it's like okay it's going to be a daylight but it's better than being in shipping limbo and then get an email from games up saying we're we're sorry we know you're excited about final fantasy 16 but our shipping system is having issues <laughs> no and, kidding <laughs> and something something tracking number and something something and you will have to go to gamestop to get your physical pre-order items which what? was the whole reason why i ordered from gamestop because it came with a set of patches that i wanted to get mm-hmm. um i'm gonna have to call them after the show to see if there's any left because it said while supplies last <gasps> you're kidding me <laughs> oh come on and it's like well one the, the email didn't they only anything. send them to the stores in the amount that are pre-ordered yeah so there's i'm probably not getting my patches put it that way because there's like there's nothing like show your invoice or show the the email or whatever so any moron can walk in and say by the way I got my my thing got delayed can i get the patches so i'm I'm not that must about it because it was just you know physical feelings but it's still that there was a whole reason why i pre-ordered from yeah because they had the best pre-order bonus i i have a friend on one of my discords who has been uh offering up the patches one one two different people in the free company uh i see yeah he kept offering them to me and i'm like dude if i want the patches I would want all six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full so, collection. Um, it was definitely worth the wait. Oh, Chris, did you notice you got the physical one, didn't you? I yeah, did. You yeah, I got the deluxe edition. So the $100 so I could get a cloth map. I got a cloth map, everybody. And, and a steel book. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The steel book is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. That steel book is an abomination. The logo side's okay. The other side is freaking terrible. I, oh my I gosh. I didn't even notice. Oh. So, did you notice when you popped in the disc that it had like a 90 gig download? Um, I didn't because I was calibrating and up. I was having, it was the first time I've used my PS5 since getting the new LG TV. So I had a lot of work to do um, to figure out how to turn on game optimizer mode. And I I learned settings on my TV I didn't know existed so that I could turn on the variable refresh rate stuff. And I, I I had to update the firmware of my AV receiver and I was changing settings to ports to 8k i had a whole lot of things going on kelly and in the background the download just finished (laughs) so i don't know how long it was (laughs) it's like i ended up working an extra hour just just to wait keep in mind i stream so i pay for stupidly outrageously fast internet actually it's not anymore because it's at&t but it's gig yeah we we have fast internet the problem is that it was downloading over wi-fi well what are you doing I mean, I run a cable that would involve a lot of issues. Yeah, I had I had listen, I've got (laughs) I could show you the cable path through the through the hallway that Anna tolerates because it makes all the the game consoles work fast. (laughs) 
I mean, as you, it... don't, don't you guys remember la- last year, like me saying I ran a cable through my house? Mm. I mean, as it is, I got rid of, finally got rid of the uh, 20 foot Ethernet cable that was going across my basement because I realized I'm not going to be mon hunting anymore mm. anytime soon. And I was tired of uh, having to vacuum under it. (laughs) I do like that you gave up and said, all right, Switch, you win. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it was nice while it lasted, but I don't need it anymore. And if I'm going to do that again, I need to get a longer one because it just barely made it. Um, Because I I had to hide it a little bit because I didn't want the cats to chew on it. But... um, that that's beside the point. This, this game was worth the wait. It is so freaking good. I'm really oh. enjoying it so far, and I was a little hesitant. Like, oh, I'm going to turn this on. I'm going to hate it because the combat's going to be bad. And it's like I don't hate the combat, even though it's action based. It's like, all right. Well, well isn't the it, the Devil May Cry guy who was working yeah. on the combat? Yeah, it, yeah. It seems all right, and you know, it's it's not a Final Fantasy game as a Final Fantasy game is in my head, but you know, it's a good game by the people who make Final Fantasy 14 and I'm like all right I'm down with this I'm cool with it. No of course I don't think you ever watched Game of Thrones did you? Oh I watched 3 seasons of it and then uh, I've watched lots of YouTube videos and I'm really glad I didn't watch the last 2 seasons of it. Yeah, yeah you didn't you didn't miss much but I, No I missed I'm some like, stuff. I, I there's been some cool clips man. Oh when that oh when that lady admits to what she did to the lady's son oh that was great anyway um so but yeah i this is game of thrones like it starts off with the red wedding <laughs> yeah <laughs> more or less <laughs> but i um, you could i you knew it was coming it was heavily foreshadowed right oh, it's like come yeah, on <laughs> that, that family was too wholesome they were getting yamcha uh, not the, the whole family <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the mom was kind of a... You, you can Tuesday. read that. You read the room of, like, um, if I were a writer of this, here are directions I think I would go. Oh, look, they went in some of those directions. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that was a point in Game of Thrones. Ka- Caitlin Stark hated her son. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm getting definite Jon well, Snow Well, yeah, except Game of character. Thrones has a longer storytelling path, so they were able to have her, like, come around and then... Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, th- th- I could name so many characters that are pa- that are XP's the Game of Thrones characters. There's yeah. Aldor, uh, Sid's, um, Bronn. Oh the my God, that th- that guy is Hodor. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's Hodor <laughs> with a full vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so I I got to the point where i got a a second power mm-hmm. um got, got the power of the wind behind me and Ooh, that was like, yeah i don't have that that's cool that was like okay this this game's gonna be awesome now if i'm collecting these but yeah i saw the i saw the menu option for switching between things like that i'm like oh mm-hmm. i see where this is gonna go but yeah i haven't gotten yeah. any yet so um, I, I got that, and you know when you get the the wind stuff, it's more snappy, quick strikes and that kind of stuff. And instead of uh, warp striking like you could with fire, you've got a claw that basically brings things to you. It's a get over here, more or less. And because I th- I think because I have the rings on, it automatically switches to whichever one is off uh, off cooldown. 
So that that makes it even more fun. It just makes makes Clive a Tasmanian devil at that point. I I do feel like this battle system, like while yeah, it it like I said earlier, it rewards you for skill, but it also has room to be a nice indulgent power fantasy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I really I like the way it feels, but uh, and I would say like, oh, it's because it's Devil May Cry, but like, has Devil May Cry been good for the last seven incarnations of it or whatever they're up to? And how many did he work on? I don't know. <laughs> There's only five. I mean, I mean D- DMC is one of those games I-, I liked, but it was way too intense for me as far as the combat. But this combat just feels good. Very snappy. So very- he only worked on DMC five. Okay. So this isn't like, all right, that makes more sense. Right, because the guy who made DMC one like is now in charge of platinum or whatever, right? Or I don't know. Aren't there six Devil May Cry games, or do we not talk about the reboot? We don't talk about. Well, actually, we do. People like the reboot, so I don't know what we do. I don't know the rules. So there's and so do I in the mainline DMC, and then there's the reboot. Okay, that failed (laughs) because they went back and made five after that. Of course they did. Uh, and yeah, that that first uh, really huge boss fight where you're you're fighting the Wind Lady. Um, I mean, I, I'm basically playing on easy mode, but that one was pretty challenging. Uh, that that's like a multi-phase fight. Uh, so, sorry, I was having a brain fart. Yeah. Um, mainly, hey Tam, I, mainly, I'm going to ask you a question that's going to disrupt the flow of the show. Is is okay. is the stream super hitching while I play Diablo 4 here? It's Diablo 4. That is a known issue from other streamers I know. Oh, really? Well, I've seen yeah. people do it successfully, but there must be a secret to it. All right. Yeah, there's... Um, <sighs> my buddy Rosars has has taken a lot of time to make sure it works right there. So it, Don't yeah. do whatever I'm doing. All right, cool. I'll, then I'm going to stop streaming Diablo 4 because that's a terrible experience all right good tech tips of the week streaming diablo 4 is a is a crap show <laughs> yes all right forgive me because i'm further along on you it, than you in the game i'm trying to be vague yeah you better oh man the wind lady i want to punch her mm. oh you, you you'll be satisfied all right good yeah there's um there's uh, I can't talk about any of this stuff. It's called spoilers. But it's satisfying. Oh, it's very satisfying, Josh. I don't think you'll be disappointed when you get around to it. <sighs> How do I... See, when you, sent, when you sent me that advice the other day, Josh, or yesterday, I was like, oh, are you playing it too? But you said that you held off. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I was actually like hovering over buying it. And then I was like, wait a second, doesn't Trails come out like at the end of July? And I go and I look it up and it's like, no, it comes out July 7th. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> that's, that's too many games in too short a time. I, I, I don't need to start Final Fantasy and have Trails into Reverie come out, you know, in just a couple of weeks and have to decide between those games. So yeah, yeah. I, like, I think I'll pass on Final Fantasy for right now and see if the price doesn't drop in a month or so. Yeah, yeah it's like, not going anywhere. And- the end of the year, I mean, it is pretty much stacked every week. I I have my Sonic Origins Plus coming in the mail today, which I'm excited You've about. You've already played Sonic Origins, right? Yeah, but not as Amy Rose. 
<laughs> Amy Rose is playable for the first time. In that was endearingly years. sincere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm also excited about that one that they announced. Though, fun, funnily enough, that's coming out the same week as that Mario game platformer that they announced, where Mario's tripping balls. <laughs> oh, they're they're the me the memes for. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna add that to the for Elephant Man Mario. <laughs> it's like Mario Mushroom Trip. Well, <laughs> yeah, somebody... that whole game is a mushroom trip, isn't it? Yeah, I love the flowers. Ooh, hey, how are you? Well, that's well, weird. Some... Somebody well, played does... the. Go ahead. He does eat mushrooms. I mean, that is canon. Yep. Yeah. No, somebody played the touch fuzzy get dizzy level in Yoshi's Island and thought that'd be a good idea for a whole Mario game. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Except the, at least they ha- were kind enough to not have the screen go all wonky the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is an embarrassment of riches this year for ga- gaming. Yeah, so. so are we... Do we cover the Nintendo thing later? We probably do. So yeah, we, don't yeah, we do. Yeah, lots of yeah. news from that, um, yeah. Um, because I have also haven't been able to put down Octopath Traveler 2, and to be honest, I kind of regret not getting this when it came out. Um, Octopath? It, it oh. Octopath 2. Um, I mean, like, I, I know everyone, I, I liked the first game, but it didn't sound like that Octopath 2 fixed any of the issues that I had with the first one that kind of caused me to quit. Yeah, it didn't. The The leveling... I mean, you're still going to have to grind some characters up because I'm doing the same thing I did with the last game where I have three mains that I'm just keeping through every single story and then swapping out the last character as needed. And right now I'm trying to get, uh, what's her name, Agni, the dancer, up to level 37 so I can have her uh, talk somebody out of a sword that I need for a quest. And she's hovering at about like 30 right now. So seven more levels. In the meantime, my main characters are like level 42, 43. So they're going to be able to breeze through their respective stories. Um, But the storytelling has been really good. And uh, I've just been playing through the stories kind of in level order because it says what levels recommended. Um, for each story, just like in the first game. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to start with this one who's Agni at like level 16, and then um, afterwards go do somebody else who's recommended the lowest levels, like level 18 or something like that. And it's it's given me a good pacing of experience, you know, until I decide that I need to finish the side quest. <laughs> Yeah, because that was my problem with it was it was just I felt like the game was a little bit too grindy and it didn't have enough like enemy variety or interesting dungeon design to kind of fill those hours of grinding that you needed that you basically had to do because of the way the levels leveling structure was set up. You know, even if you really liked one of the character story, it's like, you know, it would be locked behind level 35 content. (laughs) And if you were at level 20, like you had to do. Well, how's it work now? Same thing. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> it, it was. I like thought a, you were going to tell me it's better now. <laughs> I missed yeah, that. <laughs> see, for me, it was like it was like a sixty to eighty hour game that probably should have been like maybe forty to fifty would have been a, a better feel. But that you know that's more of a me issue than an 
the uh, you know the game issue. Mm-hmm. I kind of fall in the same boat as uh, Josh on that. Yeah, I mean the, the grinding is not going to be for everybody. I I don't know how much Matt grinded because um, he he reviewed this game, and I had been messaging him. It's like, yeah, you were right. This is a five out of five, despite the uh, grinding issue. Um, just because, like I said, I haven't been putting down putting it or haven't been been able to put it down. Yes, you were yeah, yeah. for sixteen. Well, yeah, but I'm still playing. You're a it. liar. No, I'm <laughs> still playing it. Just. Uh, Sixteen has been my evening game, and then I play this like on my lunch break, or oh. Octopath on my lunch break, or um, after we eat dinner. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the frustrating part of the first game for me was that I, I, you know, I enjoyed the characters, I liked the story, the game was gorgeous, the soundtrack was just amazing, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't get over the grinding, which it was just too grindy, and I got frustrated with it about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would probably wait for a price drop on this josh um the, the other thing is that matt said that he barely ran into story stories where the characters crossed over and thus far i've gotten like four of those so i don't know what i'm doing different than that that's uh getting those story crossovers because um yeah sometimes you'll finish a chapter and then there'll be like it'll pop up like crossed paths oswald and throne a or whatever, and you kind of go do a chunk of story where them two have a little adventure together, and it's really, it is kind of neat and definitely something that the first game was missing. I just don't know what exactly triggers them. And the other thing that's kind of interesting is that there's branching story paths in this. Like with Throne, she's trying to um, kill two crime lords that are enslaving her to the crime family so you go pick okay do i get the uh, they're they're nicknamed mother and father so it's like okay do i oh, go Diablo after mother <laughs> yeah or, or father and i kind of did both mother. and i don't know what happens when you do both or if you're intended to do just one because they both show up on the map uh, you're you are supposed to do both it's just you can pick which one you go after first okay that that makes sense um, so, so we shall see. I'm, I'm still going to be picking at this game while I'm uh, playing through 16. But th- that's pretty much all I've been playing. I, I'm excited, Josh. You, you started like what is currently my game of the year. <laughs> oh, shocker! Fuga two. <laughs> I, I just I only played like the first chapter of it. It is it is more Fuga. It is depress. It still is depressing. <laughs> it's, it still has kids being put into cannons, and you got to <laughs> save them from being put into cannon. Kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of like flipped on its, its head the a little canonical bit. Canonical ending. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I, I loved the first game. Uh, the second game feels like it's yeah, like you talked about Kelly. Like the the combat has been tweaked slightly, but I really enjoyed the combat in the first game, and I'm still really enjoying the combat in the second game. Um, it it plays heavily on that sort of like you you have the you have this tank and you have like three different options to fill like three different slots on your tank so you can have like a machine gun that has high accuracy that you can attack flying enemies with you have uh what is it a grenade launcher that's kind of like in between in terms of damage and uh accuracy and you have a main cannon attack that does the most damage but is the least accurate and then all the different enemies will have different weaknesses to the different – the flying enemies will always be weak 
to the uh, the machine gun attacks, and then the uh, different land enemies you fight will have different weaknesses to either the cannon or the grenade launcher. And so it's a little bit about like figuring every time you hit one of their weaknesses that pushes them back in the turn order. So there's a lot of strategy going on about like trying to hit the different enemies, push them back in the turn order. Where do I like? pull in some of the special attacks now to try and kill someone before they pop up in the turn order like how do i you know like how do i manage to take out all these enemies and then they as you move along in each of the kind of the levels as you go along like part of it is also just like resource management i mean sometimes you're you know you're having to take a little bit of damage and then you may have to like work your way through the rest of the level and make sure that you can still survive and that you don't use up too much of your skill points on special abilities early on. You you, know, you need to save some of that for later on in the level. So there's a lot of fun balancing and strategy that goes into the, the combat that I just really enjoy. And then the story itself is like fun and interesting too. It's all the little kids are back. Yeah. Um... Unless you put them in the cannon. Well, that that's the thing this time. Um, you don't have control who goes in the cannon this time around. Um, the the first half, somebody stole the tank uh, and has a bunch of the kids, and they are trying to cannon you, and you have to hit that part of the tank to snap them out of it. Um, and then later on, the, the sorry, I was about to say a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah, and as a part of that, they, they've even kind of incorporated stories, so you have to, like, make the correct, like, uh, story things to snap someone out of it, mm-hmm. so you get, like, a little bonus in the battle if you've kind of, like, paid attention to the characters and know the cor- correct things to say to them to kind of help snap them out. And later on in the game, that'll be, like, d- the difference between winning or losing the fight. Oh, goody. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> um. I mean, your first run is, well, you're not as powered up, is going to be pretty difficult. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I struggled with a bunch of bosses and that first run and ended up losing a couple of kids. Uh, So just keep keep that in mind. You're not doing bad. I think it's kind of intended to make you sweat a little bit. And then when you do your new game plus... um, one one thing that happens with the new game plus is that if you lost a kid, it'll start you at chapter seven with everybody still still alive and all of their progress uh, carries over. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of go for that fat that good ending a lot quicker. Yeah, because it's only what like eleven, twelve chapters. It looked like something like that. Yeah, twelve chapters. Yeah, so that that that's nice. That way you don't have to like go through it. it, it shortens that uh, second playthrough to get the different ending dramatically. Mm-hmm. Now, um, last game, it heavily implied that you needed to make friends with somebody. Have you picked up on that in this one yet? Uh, um, I, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't think they're a playable character yet. I'm, I'm guessing who I, it may have to be. Yeah. Um, let's just say it's, it's, it's the one that's brand new. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I the assume. one that... <laughs> I think you have to get at least a couple of friendships up to level five. Okay. I I think I don't know. I I didn't get get that the first time through, but the second time I did. Yeah, playing the first game. I mean, I managed to make it through a, a playthrough. You know, the very first playthrough without having any of the kids stuffed in the cannon. But there were some close run battles along the way. 
So I'll be interested to see how this one goes. And then in your second playthrough, the shops will have two items. One of them will double your um, experience and friendship points. Oh, and the the other one will double your your leadership points. Whatever what's what's that system called where his vengeance or compassion? Yeah, yeah, can. they've kind of added that that sort of a uh, you know like which way do you what decision do you want to make to the paragon game? or renegade? Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, and that will affect your ending too, by the way. Well, of course. Well, what would be the point if it didn't? <laughs> Well, th- that's just that the game kind of presents it like it- it's a little bit neutral. You- you're basically like, heck yeah, I'm getting revenge or, well, everybody, we're-, we're fighting for a better future is the kind of choices that has. But it also comes with benefits. So it's a little blatant. Yeah, it-, it comes with benefits in battle, too. Like one of them is uh, that it'll make a- uh enemy fire miss. 100% if it triggers and, and all of them trigger at random or th- there's another one where you, you'll act first that turn and it's kind of behooves you to max out both of them for that reason oh kind of like the old Bioware games <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's locking yeah. stuff off okay interesting because I had gone I was, I was initially just kind of picking everything on one side kind of figuring like oh i need to max out one one time and maybe the other on a second run but balance may be better yeah you but you might want to balance them a little bit because both sides have really good abilities that you'll want and it's just a matter of you know towards the end what ending do you want to go for to max out the Max out the one that's the ending that you want to go for. Like my second playthrough, I really had to max out the um, compassionate, or I had to kind of do more of the compassionate choices towards the end because that was the ending I missed. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you have so, to get I all mean, the endings to get the real ending. I think so. Okay. Because there's there's one of those flows. The ti- yep. There's there's gears on the title screen again, and I had no idea what you had to do to unlock all of them. But I, by the time I you did them, un- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kelly was going to get mission all the accomplished. <laughs> and, and and I mean, I played through the game like five times trying to get all that. <laughs> there there wasn't anything awful like the the one hidden uh, scene in the first game that you like missed constantly. There wasn't anything like that in this one, was there? I mean, that scene is there, but because I knew about it this time around, I was able to get it. Oh, okay. Similar type thing. Okay. Did yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, veterans and, and of the I'll series have, will have an advantage in this unique scene. And, and I'll, and I'll have, you know, trying to get the bad ending where all the kids get candid is candid is, uh, I mean, it's the a true canon ending. Yeah, yeah, the true <laughs> canon ending. It, it, it's a nightmare to do because because it's random, or because it triggers when you're at half health. You pretty much got to literally tank the fight until you get at half health, and then try to survive the twenty turns. <laughs> it's actually oh, harder since it's random. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a unique one. It's difficult to get the bad ending. That's that's mm-hmm. unusual. Yeah, well, because of your second playthrough, you're going to be so powerful that trying to intentionally lose those f- fights or intentionally get the cannon to trigger is kind of a pain. Yeah. Um, 
And plus, you know, I was trying to pace out, okay, I need to have all, everybody but one kid dead by the time I hit this final boss fight. So I, I was worried that um, I wasn't going to be able to do it. And there are some fights that they, that the cannon won't trigger at all. Um, I, I figured it out, and yeah, at least one kid has to be alive by the time you hit the final boss. Well, yeah, because you got to trigger the cannon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, not only that, as you're cre- slowly creeping towards that end game, you know, you don't have this the secondary characters because when yeah. you're down to three three kids, <laughs> you don't yeah. get those benefits. So, so if you have to get everyone killed, yeah, what are you going into the last fight with only like one cannon working? Yep. Oh, jeez. Pretty, pretty much. Man, that's that's difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's literally tying a hand behind your back. Mm-hmm. But but you you're guaranteed to win the fight because of the cannon. Yeah. It's just a matter of the survive, surviving those twenty turns. <laughs> yeah. It like turns into this weird, unique challenge to get this. Li- I assume that's got to be like the last most difficult ending to get yeah yeah that was the one that took me forever sheesh because i couldn't just blow through uh those boss fights yeah so yeah um have have fun with that i'm sure that there are better written guides because i was i was trying to attempt that blind uh i'm not sure i i don't necessarily believe that is such a small game there may be no guides i know i know i was I was in between games at the time, so I was trying to get as much uh, as much out of it as I could because I, I finished that after I finished Tears of the Kingdom. So it was, I was waiting for Final Fantasy, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna play two Fuga until my arms fall off or until I complete everything, and then that's what I did. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it because. I, I mean, it's been my favorite game thus far this year. I mean, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't really worried about it. I loved the first game, so I knew there wasn't going to be any problems yeah. with enjoying it. I'm just happy it, it, ha- it you know, exists. Mm-hmm. I was worried about it. <laughs> oh, I, I was too. Though, well, apparently, I mean, especially with ha- how quickly it exists after the first game. I think it was always intended to be a trilogy or... A, a, trilogy? Like There's part. a third one? Yeah, there's gonna be, going to be okay, uh, or one large game that they cut up into three parts, so that they could get it out quicker. But the the first game didn't really do that well. I think the second one is doing okay, but they haven't really released any numbers. They just been, it's on Game uh, Pass, so who knows, right? Yeah, yeah, that's always the problem with with that kind of stuff. When it's on Game yeah. Pass, we know they're getting m- money up front, but who the heck knows? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I'm curious how this one's going to do, and I definitely want that third game to happen because that tr- that teaser trailer for the third game was weird. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less from yeah. CyberConnect. Yeah, uh, like okay, they're they're picking a direction. With All right, this time game. you shove cannons into kids. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Chris, I don't know. Oh yeah, that'd be bad. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Ew. <laughs> oh, Chris. Uh, otherwise, I did actually finish Like a Dragonetian. That that's a very solid uh, Yakuza spinoff. It, uh, it how does, is that? 
it's good. It's good. It's different. You know, you're you're back in, you know, like 1800s uh, series uh, Kyoto. So it's 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 a different different feel. It's interesting to explore. Uh, the combat, like I mentioned, do you show up I, naked I on a beach at any point? Unfortunately, not. No, no, yeah. no naked beach. Yeah, only, yeah, Ichi- yeah. only what's his Ichiban? Only Ichiban. Yeah. Ichiban. His name is Ichiban, like the beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> only he shows up naked in places. I, yes. I thought it was Ichi- I thought his name was Ichigo. Or... No, it's Ichiban. No, that's that's okay. Bleach's character. Okay, never mind. And Ichigo mind. just means strawberry. <laughs> No, like, uh, Ishin is, it's really, it's a fun, it's an interesting story. The combat, you know, you just have to remember, like, oh, yeah, this this thing was launched at the very beginning of PS4, very end of the PS3, so it's not quite as good and as fluid as, like, some of the later brawler ones were. But, you know, considering the way they they adapted it over to using uh, swords, which is never... Um, you know, weapons has never really been the Yakuza uh, strong suit. <laughs> Grading on a curve, they did a really excellent job here. <laughs> so, um, as someone who hasn't played all the games and can't keep up with the series because there's just, it seems like every day there's a new game announced. Um, do we have them all now? No, there's still one <sighs> more of these spinoff games that was set in, I think, like the 1600s. Another Ishin game, yeah. Are, aren't so we it's also Ishin two, the... or it's e- or it's the first one, and we only it was have the, the first one. one. It was on PS3. Okay, so oh, we're not yeah. getting the first one. All right. Aren't we also missing the PSP games? Technically, uh, yes. Technically, yes. There there were two PSP uh, spinoffs as well. But we got zombies, right? Correct. Yay. We did. Yeah. And, and they kind of don't admit that that exists. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that was. Delightful. <laughs> the, I mean, the story the is a lot of fun. The story is is a ton of fun to play through, but the combat is terrible. Oh, you know, I, I mean, just remembered. I need to do. I need to play through that Fist of the North Star one. Yeah, everybody well, was doing zombie things there for a while, and as oh, like they've Brad, stopped. <laughs> well, not everyone is doing zombie. Okay, things. but as Brad uh, Geiger. Bigger, whatever uh, the artist for Evil Inc. has put it, I don't have the zombie gene, and I just do not care. <laughs> well, the only thing I know from Fist of the North Star is he has that thing. He's like, "You are already dead, right?" Omaewa mo shinderu. And I saw there was like a uh, like a mini game in the uh, spinoff where he works as a bartender. I think he does the tagline of "You are already drunk" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Great, but yeah, because ah, da, 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 da. chaos says I need I need to do the next part of the of the thing, which is ah, da, 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 da. that's how the attacks work. Tam, you know this, right? Please tell me you've I, seen I have, Fist. I have seen it. Yeah. All right. Is that Fist of the North Star that game is on Fist, the same oh. engine or something? Yes, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's that on one sense. of them. I don't know which one, but <laughs> oh, I can't keep it straight anymore. Either. <laughs> it's a much more recent one. That was. Uh, PS4. I played that at an E3 or something. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's actually on Steam. It may be. I I don't remember hearing it reviewing that great, but like because I like Fist of the North Star, I think I would have fun. Probably. I do know you get to play baseball with like a steel girder. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. <laughs> 
because I think that's now like one of the only ones I haven't played. I probably I think I bought it at some point. I need to pull that. And out in and case you it. ever wonder, how do they get so strong? It's because of the way they breathe. Yep. They breathe? Yep. It's it's all about powerful breathing. Breathing techniques is what gives them their power. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. So, so I, I guess people with asthma in the Fist of the North Star world are just screwed. Well, I mean, and, and it's post-apocalyptic, so there's probably a lot of people with asthma. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I have to know, that does Ishin have a uh, diaper baby quest? No, unfortunately, no diaper baby. I believe oh. this would have been, I can't remember, I think this may have been before diaper baby became a thing in okay. the series. It was in the first Same. game, wasn't it? Yeah, or is that just no, added that back the, into the remake? The remake of the first game. Oh, so not in the real first game. Stuff. All right. Yes, yes, they added side quests to the in the uh, in those remakes. So <laughs> the retcon more baby men. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Yakuza. Afraid not, Kelly. There's no 1800s baby men. <laughs> Thank God. I'm trying to think of other Yakuza memes that show up in a bunch of the different games. You, you will be uh, pleased, Kelly, because there are kitties that you can befriend. Yeah. So there you go. Befriend yes. and become your become your actual cats. So there you go. Right. You're set. Can they fight with you? <laughs> there's there's the uh, See? lucky cat. I bet you, you, you know, to, in the each in an Ichiban game, they would fight with you. <laughs> can you summon cats in the in the like a dragon is that no. one of the summons no okay. yeah that is one of the summons uh it's it's a cat that turns into a tiger that works oh so it's the yakuza tiger all right fair yeah, enough it's a yeah tiger. it wasn't a cat that, well tigers are cats well, well no well, Chris, okay okay tam it it's a side quest where you save a bunch of cats and then the one that you summon transforms into a tiger remember this is ichiban's attack. imagination so it probably is yeah. just a cat yeah <laughs> yeah because i i must have used that one about a million times no kidding kelly old. oh uh-huh. <laughs> well when uh this one price drops to like 20 bucks like like a dragon has i will pick it up because we'll probably end up playing it for backtrack <laughs> Because that's the thing. I don't think I've paid more than 20 bucks for any Yakuza game. I have them all in my Game Pass now. It's like yep. I I just need to play them before they disappear again. I think they've already disappeared once and come back. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, Se- Sega has been big on, on putting a bunch of their, their and Atlas's stuff on Game Pass. So, yeah, we'll see. They're, and they're all on Steam, too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have to buy them, Tam. <laughs> See if it's on Game Pass, it's free. Just ignore the large subscription co- cost. That's going up. That is going up, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because apparently Xbox lost the console wars. I, I, is that why Game Pass has to go up? I don't know, but I think people are that... putting those two things together, and they no, may no, not no. be related. No, Xbox actually said that in the. Uh, well, they the said F- they lost the war, but that's not why the price is going up. Yeah, no, I'm just. I'm I'm just using that as a tagline because they said that during. I can't an believe they said that. Oh, during oh, it was during it. Okay. Yeah, they actually said that straight to the FTC. Well, yeah, judge. I mean, we, we lost the war. We need to buy Activision. Oh, no, it's I see. not even on Activision. It's on the. They got called to FTC because of uh, 
the Starfield, the Bethesda Starfield um, exclusivity what? because they so part of their deal for buying Bethesda was oh. to have Starfield not ha- as an exclusive. And now they're and trying was- to weasel out of that. <laughs> so when they came out and said that, oh, Starfield's not going to be an exclusive. I want to. I want to be, be like. Exclusive. I want to black pill it and say it's okay since Starfield's going to be bad, but. We all know it's going to be good enough that it's going to sell it like hotcakes. So, yeah. So, Never mind. so they've so they've basically got called to the F, so Microsoft got called to the FTC because they have now lied to the FTC before about Starfield being or originally not being Ooh, exclusive. It what's is the now. FTC going to do? And then it's like only the they, EU knows how to do this. Come on. Yeah, and then um, during this thing, they have said, "Oh." Sony was going to make Starfield an exclusive. What? <laughs> Microsoft. Oh, before they bought them. Yeah. 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 Before they bought but, them. And but, then... but, 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 but I know we told you that. I know we told you that. But Susie down the block was going to do the, do the, do this too. And since I'm doing it instead, is Susie doing it? It's okay, right? What? Yeah. That, <laughs> like that's, children. That, and they've also said that, uh, they also put it in front of the FTC that, oh, Microsoft has lost the console wars because they only have 16% share of the market. Well, I mean, yes, they did, but that doesn't mean that they get to do whatever they want. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're not <laughs> profitable, and it doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. Like if you made a commitment, you got to honor the commitment. Don't make the commitment next time. <laughs> like, what do you want? Whatever. I don't know. The, the, the what are they worried about? Is, They're just going to make more money by doing it. Like, goodness. They don't even lose. It's like, you're, you're just going to give away Starfield on Game Pass on your console. May as well put it on Sony. Well, the yeah. real thing is that Bethesda doesn't want to make the engine work on another platform. They can't get it to work on one platform. They can't even get it to work. <laughs> But they did bring back uh, Fanboy. By Azura, by Azura, by Azura. <laughs> uh-huh. So it, it, it works. Who, who is that like character, that. Chris? Ex- explain that to me. So if I didn't you, get when you joke. fit in Oblivion, in Oblivion, when you beat the Fighters Guild, um, you a Fanboy comes and finds you and tags around as a companion. And it, he's obnoxious and adorable at the same time and so people usually throw him off a cliff to satisfy their requirements to get invited into the dark brotherhood okay <laughs> so are we airlocking him in starfield is that is that what it's going to be it's the expectation but there's no dark brotherhood as far as we know <laughs> was he in skyrim no okay that's why i don't know him yeah because i only played skyrim yeah it's an oblivion thing okay so am I, am I up for talking about what I played? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm trying to remember which one is Growlancer 5. Uh, that is oh, uh, Heritage of War. Heritage of War, okay. That was the PS2 one. Okay, okay. So, but before I, get in, before I get into my games, I have my own GameStop story for the week. Uh-oh. So <laughs> in April, they were doing the buy one, get one, not the... They are, doing a more recent buy one get one but i this is the one for april so in april their buy one get one they offered xenoblade chronicles 3 well apparently they didn't realize how much demand for xenoblade chronicles 3 there were mine finally shipped 
Monday of this week. Well, they they say good things come to those who wait, and you've got a pretty good thing coming, and you yeah, waited a while. No, no, it it arrived Thursday night, or actually like Wednesday night, and when it was supposed to arrive today. Fine, whatever. Came in early. Not mad. So I go to play it. Well, at some point, somehow, because I have the old Switch, um, the left side port of the old Switch does not recognize the shoulder buttons anymore oh, when, no! they're, when it's attached. <laughs> Is it a light? Switch. No. Oh, no. It, it's your... Okay, yeah. yeah it doesn't recognize it when it's attached? When it's attached. Okay, so in wired mode. Okay. So I have to actually detach the the Joy-Cons to actually... Do you have another pair of Joy-Cons to test to see if you can get away with just buying some new Joy-Cons? Well, the thing is, it recognizes, like, the... the like the Well, when they're detached, it recognizes the buttons. I'm aware. But I'm wondering... I'm still wondering if it's just a Joy-Con issue and, like, a new pair of Joy-Cons will fix you right up. Well, considering part of the slide on the left side is broken, I Mm. think... Yeah, I think it's actually like got broken I mean, at some point. I can't be so. sure, but it's it's sounding bad. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. So I I've, I'm I'm not playing Switch games right now. Oh, mm. put, wait, 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 wait! Find a way to charge them and play with it detached. Oh, well, it still charges when they're attached, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, but, like get the little holding. get the little caddy that charges, and then you can play on the TV. And charge while you're playing and stuff. Uh, I was about to say you can't do TV mode. TV, TV, TV. I, I'd have to find this. I'd you got to find, find the, the dock. dock. Yeah. <laughs> You've made a whole production out of your switch. Come on, get yeah, this stuff so, together. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, that's a good, good title. Thank you. <laughs> someone, someone type that in. So, um. So last Sunday, uh, I've, I decided to do like a, a thing where I just like show off various RPGs on our stream channel. So I was like, Growlancer 5. I played this back when it first released. I got really far in the game and put it down for something else, and I forget why, what it was. So I was like, I'm going to play some Growlancer 5. And I was having a blast. I like how you Growlancer. keep saying it a different way. That's my favorite part is we don't know how to pronounce this game. So we just say it as many ways as possible. So people won't be mad. <laughs> what? Growl answer or growl answer? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um, how are you supposed to pronounce that? We don't, I don't know. I've heard it both <laughs> ways. Answer. I mean, I if it's Japanese, ways. it would be growl answer, right? Well, without the little You'd have to ask German that, R I, I did. Would, or Vaughn. Maybe Vaughn would know. Um, so I was showing this off, and my internet kept crashing, so I ended up play- playing the game eight different times on our Twitch channel because my internet kept losing connection to the DNS mm. in four hours. Congrats? So, Is that a record? <laughs> I, th- I think that's a record. Um, actually, two of the times were my computer crashing, so whatever, but... Um, as far as my normal games, uh, I s- f- managed to finish off Atelier Iris on Thursday for, for streaming. So, yay, 23 and a half hours. Um, that last, the, the, the last two boss fights absolutely astound me, though, okay? Because the next to last boss has 4,700 health, give or take, okay? Is that a lot at that point or not? 
it's a steady increase. Okay. The last boss, though, has 31,000. Whoa! They really wanted you to know this is the last one. Yes. So I, I, I died once, and then I got really lucky with some with a couple of item buffs and debuffs and crits. So I, I managed to beat it. But I, you know, still, I pers- still enjoy the game. Um, besides the last boss issues, I, I, I like Atelier Iris. I like the music. I like the game. Uh, and so then I moved on to what is mostly a text-based adventure game, Galaxy Fraulein Yuna. Which is for the Turbo Graphics 16. <laughs> okay, boy. <laughs> so is this? I'm assuming this is not originally in English, right? No, but the animes were. Ah, okay. So, and and I've had to sort of preempt people because everyone's like, you know, there's animes based on this, right? It's like it's not based on it. It goes game one, game two, anime one, anime two. Game three. Nice. Yeah. So luckily, I I booted up game three, and game three has an entire like the entire intro goes over the entire storyline of the entire Una franchise. If you missed anything, you can easily catch up. <laughs> and and the third, which game is the enemy has... where she finds pants, Cyril. <laughs> is she missing pants? It's it's. Could it's she use some better pants covering? It's basically a battle leotard. A battle leotard. <laughs> Understand, right. the artist for uh, Galaxy Fraulein Yuna is one of the artists for Gundam. So they're used to ro- drawing robots and not women. All the so all the so all their battle armors look like Gundam armors. Got it. All right. <laughs> In fact, um, there's a whole series that this person has done, which is uh, called. Uh, Gundam girls, where it's basically girls Gundam wearing Gundam girls. armor. I, I've posted a few pictures. Like, of under you know, I'm really bad at drawing armor on people. Let's just go ahead and make the conceit that they are literally wearing robot parts. <laughs> That'll help me. <laughs> yeah. So, so then Galaxy Fraulein comes in where he, where there's a lot more variety to those armors, and they look, you know, very different compared to Gundams, but. You can you can still tell with especially Yuna's where the inspiration came from. So so I'm playing this and it's a text based a text based adventure game. Are they so, all text based adventures games? The first two were the okay. third one's a tactical RPG. I thought the third one was the anime. No, the third game okay. is a tactical RPG. The third story is a is a two part OVA. The yeah, which I own uh, on DVD. Of course you do, anime man. <laughs> of course I do. I actually, and, and this is how I knew about Yuna. It was because I was like, wait a minute, I miss, where did all these characters come from? What do you mean they fought this mm. girl? Well, now you're giant... finally learning. Yes, yeah, so I'm, 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 and I'm sharing it with the world, mm. which we now have muted audio for the first playthrough because of licensed song. Oh no! But it's legit. It's legit. So I got tagged for the people because the the song is called "P.S. I Love You" by Pink Sapphire, which is it's being, that was the name of a PlayStation podcast at some point. Interesting, yeah. No, Pink Sapphire is the J-Idol band, and they did a 2019 remaster of the song, and we got 
muted audio because of the remaster of the song. Oh, that's funny. It's like, it's yeah, not so, even like, yours. You know what? At least it's a legit one because it is the song and it is the band. Mm. True. Let, let's let's at least be glad of that and not some like 2018 remix from this unknown DJ. Yeah, fair enough. Which has happened because that was Astonax. Yeah. So um so yeah no there there's been a lot of comments about the uh the her severe lack of clothing especially you know like the reactions of people like she's going to school in it and and everything it's just like where's she's not in nor- normal clothes through most of this so so yeah but I've been really excited to play that and so I I'm going to play through it in probably the second game. I the one weird thing is text-based adventure and I, like right before I ended the stream I had a RPG battle that had three commands. Gun or fight gun or sorry four command. Fight with gun, fight with sword. Option 1 was gun, option 2 was dumb and option 3 was pants. <laughs> So no, the third the third one was uh, uh, run, uh you know escape so mm. it worked out. Op- option three was pants. To, uh, <laughs> yes, option to the three list. was pants. <laughs> that was good. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah. So I mean, they they're text based. The first two were text based adventures for the Turbo Graphics 16. We never saw any of the games. I had the anime. I've always kind of enjoyed weird mecha anime so this this is kind of right up my alley and she does get a mecha suit later of course because she's a space girl that's how space girls work at a certain point in your careers you get a mech suit actually she's uh, she's uh an idol <sighs> even more so with space idols see macross <laughs> well macross 7 anyways oh uh, whatever <laughs> Because Macross Seven is the is the one that has the Veritech fighters that actually fire attacks based on music. I know way too much about anime some days. So, anyways, though that has has been what I've been playing. No Honkai Star Rail. Is, I, is that a good thing? That one. Um. Are you done with that for update, now? <laughs> the last update wasn't bad, but I, I kind of just petered off a little bit um some of it was comp- my computer's issues and some of it was just work we we have now lost six people within three weeks at work mm. one so of them put we, them in the cannon one of them we did oh okay <laughs> i see yeah, at least you won uh, the fight yeah um apparently he my one of my uh one of my leadership people was telling me that he would go into uh basically in a way status and walk away from his computer i mean i've done that that's how you do that you, you do have to come right. back at some point though he would but it would be extended periods of time that he would do it oh okay yeah you, you do have to come back <laughs> but, like i will admit there are some times where i've needed to do that because of certain issues yes and- it's called the toilet mostly yeah, and I'll usually be like, hey, I may be a while. I will be back. Fair enough. You, this you guy this like guy that. just disappeared. He's like yeah, ghosting you just... all for like three hours. Oops. Like, 
and he would do it multiple times. So. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Apparently, he was also misogynistic. Oh, too. well, all right. Well, let's not get too into your co-worker's yeah, so, drama. Yeah, so, all right. well, he's not a co-worker anymore. Well, uh, former, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, but a, a lot of people, like one guy is, um, is going to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. One person retired. Uh, one mm-hmm. person got accepted to a PhD program. So, I mean, there's some really good it's news. It's like the end of-, of an anime, like at the end of a school anime where everyone's going their separate ways. <laughs> I know, right? So, <laughs> so, anyways, that has been my life for the last couple of weeks. So, I've mostly just been pl- either if it's either my games for stream or if it's um, Nikkei. That's, that's really been it. So is that what everybody's been playing? I don't think we missed anything. I think so. It's feedback time. Um, f- feedback. Uh, what character in a what quote unquote bad character in a video game have you mastered despite advice telling you to avoid it? Uh, hey. And she's gone. <laughs> Sorry, I had a. So, had oh, a you had a sneezy. sneezy. Yeah, it popped up like right as I started talking. Surprise, like, sneeze. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, from Shaman, I've always had an affinity for bug type Pokemon, despite them. Whoa, not whoa, whoa, exactly... whoa, whoa! What's a butt type Pokemon? Bug. bug. Oh, okay. Bug. Oh goodness. Did, did I slur? I don't know Siri? what's going on. I heard things. All right then. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Siri. Um. So I've always had an affinity for bug type yeah, Pokemon, fair enough. despite Got them it. being not not exactly high tier outside of a few exceptions. And Alfred was basically my number two unit behind the avatar and fire emblem engaged, despite all advice being to ditch him. I think I used Alfred a lot. Yeah. I mean, you get him early on. So yeah, like Uh, a lot of things in fire emblem, you don't realize uh, you should get rid of them. Yeah. That fire emblem has that trope of giving you that, that that's a different character in this game. No, oh, they're I that's the wrong one. No, yeah, Alfred's like the kid who's a king. Oh, yeah, okay. you're thinking of um old gray hair beard guy who is that unit, but yeah. Oh, I see. Oh no, I see. I like Alfred. Okay, it's okay to like it. I mean, people do like Alfred. That's not the point. The point is like they kept him even though he's not good compared to certain units later. But like, who cares? Whatever. It engage is so easy. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from you, Tam, you said that you use Gal and FF6 a lot. There's a late game monster that absolutely wrecks face. Yep. Gal is um, one of those that uh, Kelly brought up last time. Yeah. Yeah. People. So there, there's a late game, uh, late game monsters that that you can run into, um, specifically down in the um, ancient castle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Called. Um, at least in the original uh, U.S. version called I.O. I don't know what it's been renamed later, mm-hmm. but it's one of those uh, walking, you know, spider weapons. And um, it has a attack called Flare Star, which is ba- like a all-encompassing multi-attack. Yeah, so you fight this spell. thing, then go learn it on the Velt, and then you can crush face with it? Yeah, because it... it it does a lot of damage. It attacks everything on the screen, and I and it's uh, not. I think it's non-elemental too. So nice. Yeah, yeah, and because it attacks everything, it doesn't get reflected. Yeah, that that sounds neat. I I still like my uh, stray strategy. That one ability that is a guarantee. Well, you you learned that one early, so yeah, that's why it's yeah. useful. 
it's easy yeah, to get. Whereas Io, you have to work for. <laughs> yeah, Teradon early is actually pretty good too. But I, I like, um, I like Io for very late game. There's so many. You can get so powerful in six, unless you're in the remake where they make it a little harder to to do that. But that's probably for yeah. the best. <laughs> I don't know if they had uh, fixed him being able to equip certain accessories in the Pixel remaster. I think they. Well, you know, I'm going to speak to it. I don't know. Okay. I sure know that they changed the dinosaur forest. <laughs> I what couldn't abuse there? that. They, like, changed the, the spawn rates of things, so you can't really abuse oh. it as much. You can. It's just you, you're going to spend more time doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they definitely nerfed the uh, invisible death trick. Or was it the spawn oh, rates or the amount of experience? I forget. Time. But yeah. 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 Any version that's come out since the SNES one, for the most part, fixes that. Yeah. Every single version after the SNES one uh, got rid of that. Wasn't there even a patch version of the SNES that fixed that? I that forget. I don't know. Yeah. Because I had the version that still ha- that did have that. Cyril confirms they did fix the equipable accessories. So. Okay. Oh, so that character will not be nearly as broken as you can make him, but that's fine. So powerful. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) They remove some exploits, but you can still get so strong. (laughs) Well, yeah, because the chase of Cyan Sortex make that you know. Yeah, they did make him better. Yeah. Well, didn't they also change uh, Sabin so that you no longer have to do the Street Fighter They moves? put the moves put... on the screen now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's cheating. You can't just tell me what they are. I have to look them up in the book. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's for the better, I think. It's good. No, cause, well, yeah, because you can't exactly do that on mobile. Yeah. Which was what those were originally for. What were? So, um, Six was it. Well, no, the the Pixel remasters. Were they? Yeah. You I, think that I was bought... intended for mobile? I thought it was the crappy versions that were intended for mobile, and Pixel was kind of re- intended for everywhere. They probably lifted it from those crappy mobiles. <sighs> those crappy mobiles. I and just, anyway. I don't, I can't get over the fact that, like, the person who did the sprite conversions into the game was the same one who did them for those crappy mobile versions, and yet they look so much better in the SNES than they do in those crappy version mobile versions. And it's like, you should... Mm, you were better than this. the remastered person was the person who did the original sprite work. I mean, so were the mobile ones. Like, those ugly mobile sprites were the original person. Ah, uh, whatever. We need someone to give us some some history lessons here maybe maybe i'm confused okay are we done is it time to move on to news i i have an idea for a new question that's going to tie into a news story later but if if a remake has been announced do you still play the original game i don't know if that's a good question or not but it came up in uh the backtrack channel for reasons yeah and i think we've asked it before but um Worth asking again in in the context of some news. Indeed. So our our first news story. Ryuga Gotoku Studios discuss upcoming Like a Dragon titles. I thought we talked about this last week. No, they they did a special summit where they expanded upon this. So they had the trailers. Uh, Okay. In the, uh, I think it was Xbox 
presentation. I can't remember which one. And then they did their own little special thing, like yeah. last Sunday. So these are hour an hour long panel discussing the upcoming Like a Dragon Gaiden and Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, and we've got the. Uh, panel on our site with timestamps for what uh, you could be interested in, like if you want to watch the combat, or um, if you want to watch the cutscenes or trailers or what have you. Did, um, did you watch the uh, the combat start portions of it, like for uh, the the Gaiden, like a Dragon Gaiden? I did not get a chance to, but oh, I will okay. after the show. Uh, oh, cause, because they've they've given Kiryu like. Um, it looks like Spider-Man powers. They explained it. In the- what? <laughs> yes. Did you not watch that? No. They they needed to put out a trailer of this. So apparently, so he's got two different combat styles. He's got the Yakuza style, which is just the typical brawler uh, style combat. And then they have what's called the agent style. And so he's going to have all kinds of like James Bond style gadgets. And the one they showed off in the, uh, in the uh, presentation is him being able to like shoot uh, small ropes out of his like watch that he wears on his arm. And it looks pretty much just like Spider-Man where he's like grabbing characters from far away and pulling them towards him or grabbing a, a huge stanchion. And then he's able to grab it and beat the heck out of all the people surrounding him. It's crazy looking. That, that sounds fun. <laughs> um, it was bonkers when I just saw the combat. I'm like, why is there why is there Spider-Man combat in Yakuza? This this is weird. <laughs> so the interesting thing I thought about this article was that uh, like a dragon, the man who erased his name, uh, takes place between the events of Yakuza Six and like a dragon, Infinite Wealth, and uh, Kiryu rena- is renamed to Jordio. Uh, feature section locations of Sutomori and Yokohama. And uh, yeah. yeah, I guess he's a secret agent now? Yeah, yeah, he puts on a pair of glasses so no one knows it's Kiryu. You know, that's how this <laughs> works, right? Oh, that's how it worked in Like a Dragon. <laughs> I, see, I thought that he, in the trailer, they showed him with like a really weird haircut, too. Uh, He does in, uh, certainly in Infinite Wealth. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, Infinite Wealth uh, will have two main protagonists, Kiryu and uh, Ichiban Kazuka. So you're going to swap, probably swap between them two like you did in um, the one that I played recently. Zero. Yes, I would expect so. So I'm so yeah, confused. It, Why do they have so many Like a Dragon games now? Because they're Cause, popular. Because they make a lot of money. Wait, there's just two here. Okay. Because, just because the entire franchise has always been called like a dragon that's not what i meant (laughs) but it's true see i think it's funny that they went to they went from just kind of being obscure little ps2 games to this huge sensation now this like massive cult following up see there he is on the stream with the uh, weird spider-man powers (laughs) Oh, look at those glasses. Definitely an agent. <laughs> Dyed his little chin patch. No one will know it's Kiryu. Going oh, full Clark Kent. <laughs> I have no name. Okay, whatever, <laughs> Kiryu. <laughs> it's Kiryu. He's awesome. That's why. That's what I love about these games, just how absurd 
how absurd they get, and yet they're still charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they, that they is that, that is something they, you know, that is something they bring up in, uh, like a dragon about him not having a name. They did actually pull that up in story for, like a dragon, but he sure. erased his name. All right, what's next? Um, Metaphor Re Fantasio also confirmed for PlayStation and Steam. What a this shock! That, yeah, this is that new game from uh, the Atlas. What is it? The Persona yeah, this is video. the new SMT game. That's not an SMT game. Um, this comes up with a new Japanese presentation and developer interviews about the game. Um, this has been a weird thing that Atlas has been doing with Xbox now for a couple of years where they have like the two days of announcement exclusivity and then it's like, oh yeah, it's coming to everything else. So I don't know what the point of that is, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, we've, we've also got a new trailer and an hour-long uh, video presentation with English subtitles to, giving details about the game and a 15-minute interview with uh, director Katsura Hashino. And character designer, sh- sh- I'm going to butcher this, Shigigori Sojima, and composer Shoji Megumo. So, I am very curious about this game. Yeah, it looks like an Atlas game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which and is then, weird as hell. And then, uh, exclusive Wheels relevant news, Mugen Soul Z is releasing on Switch. Why do we torture Wheels like this? Because it's funny. Because it's very rare that he dislikes bad games, and this is one of the few that he dislikes. So, uh, so this is a sequel to Mugen Souls, and it's going to release on September 14th. Oh, it looks from... bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. already looks dated. Yeah, dated is a better description. Yeah, because they were originally PS3 games. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that doesn't even look good for a PS3 game. No. No, but there were more of these then. Yes, there were. At least they have never ported uh, Trinity Universe. Is, is this Idea Factory? Or... Yeah. Okay, yes. it's Compile Heart. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> actually, actually, no, with that, with that artwork, I is it them or is it it's uh, compile heart NIS? it's compile heart and east asia soft um so it's so a relevant news for you josh uh mario plus rabbit sparks of hope second dlc came out this week yeah aren't you so excited to go back to that game josh um no <laughs> not really <laughs> didn't i see a story this week that was like dudes wishing they would at ubisoft's wishing they waited for switch 2 before launching mario, mario and rabbits 2 like well that that was the rumor going around that like nintendo had tried to uh, persuade them to hold it until the next uh, switch for launch, why. and they just pushed ahead. See, I I thought that you liked the Mario Plus Rabbit series. What I I liked the first one. The second one was fine, especially in terms of combat. I don't know; it just wasn't quite as charming as the first game was. I kind uh, I kind of soured on it by the end. It you know, combat was fine. Um, story just wasn't quite as you know fun and charming as the first one. Well, you are now going to a musical planet, and this is the second planned DLC of the of three that they have planned. And I keep getting distracted by the stream because that bad guy looks like Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> All things Sonic with Kelly. Yep. Um, 
So I guess you guys can be excited about that. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC gets a new trailer, and uh, Anna News, we've got a sequel to Detective Pikachu coming. Not, not the movie, the game. I would love a sequel. To but everything in that sequel looks like they're going straight with the same story that was started in the first game and was basically finished in the movie. <laughs> so I wouldn't anticipate much difference as far as a, a narrative route there. But... Hopefully there'll at least be more stuff to do and more fleshing out of things. Was was Detective Pikachu like a, a Phoenix Wright game? Um, you know, I don't know how the gameplay works. I, I, I know, because didn't Anna play it? Yeah. Ah, uh, Anna. Yeah, she can't hear me. <laughs> um, so, work. part one of the deal, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC is going to be released in fall of this year, and then part two is going to be released in winter, and that's kind of annoying, because I think the last time it released in, like, summer. I guess this is going to replace our yearly Pokemon title. <laughs> um, and then Detective Pikachu is supposed to come out for Nintendo Switch on October 6th. So, you can be excited for that. Um, the most exciting news of the week. Uh, how are you guys on Super Mario RPG? Good game, bad game? That was a great game! I well, they're remaking fun. it! Woo-hoo. Okay. They didn't need to, but sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this, because while I'm glad that it's going to be to a, catering to a wider audience, there was something charming about the... Um, the, the kind of low low res sprite art that was in the Super Nintendo version that I feel like is lost in the remake with like high res 3D models. Yeah, maybe. Um, people felt that way about the uh, Zelda Game Boy remake. So. Yeah, but at least they went with a completely different art style for that Zelda Game and Boy. And they're remake. not doing that here. This looks yeah. like shot for shot. Yeah. With uh, except for cutscenes, cutscenes look like they're fully re- reimagined. So, but um, all the Gino stands are super excited. This is Gino, this is how Gino gets into Smash. Even though they they said that they're done with DLC for Smash. This is how Gino gets into Smash. <laughs> Maybe the next Smash. They'll add a new DLC. So, uh, and then we were getting into that argument pre-show about who's better, Gino or Bowser. Well, I'm Gino's sure. better, but like, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And also, I, th- there was also a thing I saw um, stating that they fixed an error that was in the original game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, specifically on uh, Margarita, who's one of the bosses that was shown earlier... Her glass in the original game is supposed to be, well, a margarita. But it had a cherry in it. So they it's, now fixed it. They put an olive? Lime. No, an olive. Oh, margarita. Yes. Yeah, All right, because the kid enough. was going to know yes. that. Apparently, I don't even like, know what's right. So. See, I always thought, oh, okay, I see it. I, I paused the trailer. Yeah, I see the lime now. Yeah, in the original game, it was a cherry. Well, do, do people not like cherries in their margaritas? No, it's cherries not what you put. You put citrus in a margarita. Ah. Well, maybe somebody pioneered something there, and we never tried it because the, the graphics were so low res that no one noticed. Because I sure as hell didn't. There we go. 
Um, also, it's going to come out worldwide on Switch on November 17th. It, it, it's interesting timing because our 300th backtrack show is going to be Super Mario RPG. So we were debating on whether or not we, we were even going to cover this remake. And then Matt was like, well, I want to play the game, but I'm also cheap. So I'm just going to play the Super Nintendo version. Hence my inspiration for the question of the week this week. I'm interested to hear the soundtrack of this new one. I like that yeah. they're remixing it. I wonder if you'll be able to switch the old one because some of the tunes aren't really hitting the same. But also, that's just because I'm not used to this sound, maybe. But yeah. My, my one thing that I want them to fix is to be able to get that missable chest that shows up in the very beginning of the game that always ruins every run that I try to do where I try to get all the chests. <laughs> okay. Oh, the one where you have to jump on the counselor's head? Yeah. I, I hate that you can miss that one so early and just completely mess up your perfect run. Your perfect run. Who cares? <laughs> I cared. Speedrunners care. Yes, yes, yes. Chris, Chris I paid seventy dollars for this reset. With I, I paid seventy dollars for this back in the day. I was determined to find all the. Chests. And would you like them to change, take the challenge away? Is that what you're asking for? No, yes. leave the challenge in there. Get good. No. Also, will Kulik still be in the game? Is my question for I, you. I hope. I hope so. We don't know. Yeah. See, that's my one big question: is is the D- Square Enix isn't making this one, are they? Uh, we don't know. Because Kulik was copyright Nintendo Square Enix characters. Nintendo uh, is Square Enix actually making it? Kulik <laughs> isn't even a Final Fantasy character. Though. It's. Yeah. I know it's inspired by FF4 though. Which it's it's obviously before. an FF four style fight. I think it uses a f- song from four. Yeah, it does. It? Yeah, yeah. See that that joke was way over my head back then because I well we didn't get four. Fancy. Well, I guess we got two. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, lots of questions. I guess we'll get more trailers later. Um, and and something else new that I'm surprised hasn't happened sooner. Vampire Survivors is coming to Switch. So I might have to pick this up again. <laughs> Uh, I actually have an addendum to this. They announced they're also bringing couch co-op to Vampire yeah, Survivors. I, I was getting to that. Hey, hey Vaughn, you want to play Vampire Survivors with me? He's going to say no. He thinks Anna won't play stupid. either. It's making me sad. Yeah, up to uh, four-player couch co-op. Is there? There is an online co-op, is there? No, there is not going to be an ah! online co-op yet. Because me and Chris could play. Yeah, and then scream at each other, scream at each other over Discord about getting each other killed. Um, so, so is all the DLC and updates coming for the same price? Oh, the DLC is going to be separate. The same price. It's like a five dollar game. Like I know. (laughs) Um, well, um, I'm. It would be nice if they bundled it all together, just so that you don't have to, you know, do Nintendo's horrible cartless system. But that's just me. Um. Moncappy says Vampire Survivors is never coming to PSN. Too many achievements. I don't know what that means, but also Moncappy yelled at me for telling you to get good. I'm sorry, Kelly. Uh, I think there's I'm more good. to get good than just being dismissive, but um, eh, you're right. There's uh, baggage. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. We're, Among we're us, fine. it's usually just as a joke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're friends. I know that you don't mean it. Uh, no, the, 
this is what the days that I was more excited about than Mario RPG because I've been waiting for this forever. Um, Star Ocean, the second story, R has been announced. This is a remake of the second game in the Star Ocean. What an interesting series. graphical choice they've yeah. made with this game. Two <laughs> D H D. Is that what it is? That's not two D H D. It's it. Okay, so the character sprites are two D H D. It looks like they're being put on a high-res version of the original art. It, it, it's a weird contrast. It, to have yeah. the pixelated characters and a very smooth, you know, 3D uh, feel environments. environments that you're walking around. I, yeah. I mean... Although this... I will say, the character portrait art is way better than the last... Uh, than the original or the... Definitely way better than the PSP one, which was based off of the anime. And I, I, I mean, this is me wishing on a monkey's paw. I said I like the sprite work in, in uh, Mario RPG, the original Mario RPG, better. And I imagine that this is what we would get if I had that wish: is pixelated characters on high res 3D backgrounds. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I. I'm excited for this because this is my favorite Star Ocean game because uh, uh, it's the first one I ever played. And I'm sure that's the case with a lot of people because um, this was originally released on the PlayStation. When was it originally released on PlayStation? Do we have that in the article? Um, in Japan, yeah, in Japan in 1999 and in, in North America in 2000. So uh, I played the crap out of this on the PlayStation and and they they remade it for the uh, PSP, and I played that one. I'm and actually when, really excited for the changes coming to the battle system. Yeah, did we talk about that? Um, no, what's changed? There, there's a bunch of different characters that you recruit, and um, you can only have like four people in your party at a time. So the other characters that aren't in your party kind of show up to do follow-up attacks in the new battle system. Mm-hmm. Even in the original, you couldn't even switch them out during battle. Oh, so. you can now? No, oh, you can't, cool. but at least oh. they can do something. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. more where I was going with that one. It, it, it's funny because every time I always end up recruiting Ashton, and I don't know why. Because oh. he shows up, like, early? <laughs> yeah. That, Ashton is the dragon guy, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He... I tend to try and forgo Ashton because I like Opera because she's one of the few really heavy ranged characters in the game. Most of them are melee. I didn't get Opera in my playthrough. Well, if you get Ashton, you lock out Opera. That's probably what I did. Um, but they uh, so when they when they've announced remakes of the other games like the first game and then the PS2 game and then Last Hope International 3D, it's but what about Star Ocean 2? That's the good one. That's the one everybody agrees that is good. That's not so. true. Scott uh, Scott from our um, from RPG fan has replayed it and has said, no, it's actually not as good as people think it is. I have a feeling that's the case, unfortunately. I've played Star Ocean 2 back in the day. I somehow avoided crashing in that one dungeon or whatever, which I'm hoping they keep that bug. Because I feel like that's a rite of passage with the suck, with Star Ocean is that you got to crash when you go to that town or dungeon or whatever it was. But um, the the game it was fine then. The story was disappointing, if you ask me. 
Um, and I didn't like the idea of having to replay to try out all the different characters and stuff. And I just feel like right now it's like the only thing that's appealing to me is this interesting look. But the rest of that is like probably one of the hardest last bosses in the in the in gaming period, especially if you're trying to go. Eh, for It can't be because I beat it. (laughs) <laughs> especially if you're going for the true ending oh right i did i definitely didn't get that yeah, yeah I no can't. i i i tried playing this on the psp just a couple of years ago um and got all the way to the last boss was going for the true ending and like he has this field around him that is automatically doing damage to you and yeah. it's just like why well don't don't you have to like get a special move and hold down the buttons when he does that so that you avoid it. No, it's constantly going off during the fight. It's not a, it's not a, like when he does it, it's a, it is there 100% of the fight. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It's been so long since I played it. I know that there were things that people are going to write do. in and tell us everything about that last boss fight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I know I our, I know our site caters to people who are experts in this game. <laughs> I, I definitely had to use a guide. I know that much, but I also didn't do that dungeon where you could make that last fight stronger either. Well, that's so, probably yeah. part of not getting the true ending then. Yeah, see, to get the true ending, you have to do the make that fight stronger, and I'm talking uh, about that version of the fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been so long. The last time I played that was on PSP, so. Um, I, I'm all the, I'm also tempted by the collector's edition because of the acrylic standees of all the different characters. Oh, it looks characters. like Welch is going to be a playable character in this one. Which character? Who was Welch? Welch is usually the crafter girl. Oh, right. I oh, saw, I saw okay. Yeah, I oh, they that. didn't show us making any garbage. That's a good point. What about the crafting? <laughs> this game was all about making many, many, many dishes of garbage to try and level yep. up your skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw I, I saw Welch's uh, in that. Char- they were showing all the characters on that pan, and I saw Welch's uh, wand with the finger. <laughs> I will, so. and I hope they get the same VA to play her because she does an amazing job as Welch on every game. Mm. Oh, I don't know that this is a every game. game? <laughs> I didn't know there was continuity in Star Ocean that was worth talking about. Yeah, yeah so they the the lady who does the voice acting for Welch in like four, five, four, five, and six. Welch is, is in four, five, and six. Even oh my gosh, whatever. Yeah, she, it's a different Welch, but it's the oh, same of Welch. course. Okay, got it. Yeah, That's more yeah, like what I should have expected. And yeah, Chris, this is a direct sequel to the Super Nintendo one because Claude is that that main character's son. Yeah, no, I I understand one and two are connected. Then three breaks things, and then four, five, and six ignore three, right? <laughs> no, five, five follows three. Or oh, five, five predates three. Whatever. Is, I give up. <laughs> I don't care. I don't isn't care. Four, the first, the four is the first one in the series because it developed care. the prime directive. Yeah, so we then, get four, uh, one, two, three, which breaks things. Then let's forget three, and we'll go okay, back okay. to after two, and we can yeah, have five Chris, and six. <laughs> Chris, four, one, two, blue sphere, five, three, six. Okay, thank you. Perfect. You're welcome. And, and six acknowledges six is- what three did. 
six acknowledges three only because five leads into the weird storyline of three, which they don't say is canon. But the Kenny from five is the grandfather of the Kenny from six. Okay, whatever. Hey, you know what? has kids. You you know what series doesn't have a weirdly stupid continuity? Dragon Dragon Quest Monsters. There we go. Oh, Maddie and I. It just uh, has Matt weirdly both... stupid plot justifications. You can't <laughs> well, hurt yeah. monsters, so you gotta train them. So Matt and I are excited about this. <laughs> Dragon Quest Monsters: The Dark Prince has been revealed. This is the first Dragon Quest monsters we'll have gotten in North America since Joker Two on the DS. Which God, I don't even remember how long ago that was, and I don't want to. Um, th- this is gonna come to Nintendo Switch on December first, and you're gonna get to play as Pisario. Or how do you say his name? Sorrow. Sorrow. Sorry, Silent P. Um, the the cursed prince from four, I think. Uh, uh yes. So I you're think. not the cursed prince, even though you you're cursed. Yeah, Sorrow's curse stops him from harming monsters, causing him to become a monster wrangler. So what? Anna? Yeah, no, Sorrow's the bad guy from four. Okay, gotcha. So you can't hurt monsters, but you can force monsters to hurt other monsters? Yes. No, okay. you can befriend them, and they will hurt them on, of their own volition on your behalf. These are completely consensual cockfights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks, like, it looks like they're making it a four-monster party for the battles instead of a three, because most of the rest of the Dragon Quest monsters were uh, only three. Is this three the hero, or is this yeah. Saros? So... That's the Dragon Quest IV main character. Anna says that's the DQ4 main character on the screen right now with the yes, green but hair. we're not playing as him, we're playing as Sorrow. You're playing as so Sorrow he's... and not him. The bad guy. Mm. Sorrow is the bad guy. Mm. Okay. Anna's not convinced, but that's okay. They show it earlier in this trailer. Like, all the lead-up to this is you playing no, as Sorrow. No, we understand that that's who you're play- that guy is who you're playing as. She doesn't believe he's Sorrow's. No, he is Sorrow. All right, well, let me go. Platy and I basically have said, yeah, that's Sorrow. Okay. And I believe Platy over anybody. Platy would know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anna, he, you're he's... overruled by Platy. <laughs> she said, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Platy Dragon Quest, he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Myth Force is releasing on PC and consoles this fall. Are we excited? Meh. Maybe. <laughs> Myth Quest, oh. Myth Force is a game which looks amazing, and the gameplay looks terrible, and I want no part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, there you go. This is Saturday Morning Cartoon ex- inspired, isn't it? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, first person roguelike has just been available in early access on the Epic Game Store for a while, and it's the first by- person roguelike. <laughs> oh, and there's a there's a free demo on Steam right now. It looks like a, it looks like a VR game. Yeah, that's what I thought it was at first. Yeah, and that's why I'm not interested is because it looks like a VR game. Yeah, something tells me this is going to give me motion sickness. Oh, also that that chick in the thumbnail for the trailer looks way too much like Shira, Princess of Power. That's what they're going for. Is okay. He-Man. Yeah. That it just it looks almost copyright uh breaking. 
as it were. They're they're going for eighties um animated stuff, but kind of more like a seventies film grain to it, and it's amazing looking. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks. I don't want to play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to play it. Will you play uh, Silent Hope from Marvelous and Next Seed? Um, I don't. This is inspired by classic isometric dungeon crawlers and is planned to release on October 3rd for the Switch and PC. Uh, the, the big thing about this is that um, this peaceful land was silenced by its previous king, and I guess the king stole everybody's voice. So is this going to be a dialogueless? game there there's your excuse for not paying for voice acting yeah <laughs> well in in the trailer i mean it does show the one princess who's trapped in in a crystal she's able to speak to you but no one okay. else is. i yeah, mean I would, but they... I would like to see spare Ombar, er, spare play this and get his opinion since he he you know uh dungeon crawls for spare parts I mean, it looks like a cutesy Diablo with farming and crafting. So, but it's also I, a bit of a dungeon crawler. So, well, Diablo is a dungeon crawler. Well, true, true. So this uh, looks like an Anna game because there's town building and farming and heroes and a dumb story and yeah. It looks cute though. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have to see what it what it's like when it comes out. I'm sorry, she's into dumb stories. She really is. Some of the dumb uh, stories are like really good, like um the one with the Iba and stuff like that. But then there's these that aren't so good. <laughs> it's like a bad anime. We all fell down a hole and we can't talk anymore. Yay. Um does I think Soul the hole is how they get to the dungeon. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Do I really care? <laughs> it's not does, for me, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to transition. Oh sorry. Solstice. Does, the Does summer Solstice oh. have a dumb story? Because it's getting new content for the PS4 ah, version. No, that's I'm a great sorry, question. A PS4 version. I have no idea what Solstice is. What What is Solstice according? Um, you are two warrior sisters who have been reborn as a single being, and they're trying to stop the spawn of chaos. Oh, that's a great... Oh, it's like the worst <laughs> summer vacation trip ever. Just going to fight the entire time. No, I want to go this way. I want to go that way. I'm gonna, stop touching me. I can't stop touching you. We're stuck in together. I don't want to touch you either. Ah. Do I just... Yeah. Do I have a bad stereotype of how siblings trapped on a body yeah. would act? Oh, that's exactly how my sister and I would act. We would, I would, we would kill each other mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Well, um, it's getting a PS4 version and new DLC for the PC version, so you guys can have fun with that. We've got the online fantasy life sim Polia coming to Nintendo Switch. So this one is a free-to-play fantasy life sim MMO. I tried to get Anna into this one, but I don't think she's into it. Whenever I hear free free to play, I always like. Yeah, okay, this looks. What's the, what's the monetization? Yeah, this does look pretty free-to-play MMOE, which I guess it is. So big surprise. Oh, it's coming to Switch, and you can take part of the PC stress test scheduled for July 6th. Yep, it, so free-to-play MMO farming. Hard pass. I, I, I don't want other people in my Harvest Moon. But Unless you want me. them there. Like Stardew Valley. You know? Yes, you do. Yeah. You want husbandos or waifus in your Harvest Moon. 
That's it. Not well, I don't people. want other. I don't want other human beings. No, are you kidding? Characters. I'd be so embarrassed if they see who I'm dating. Oh my gosh. Um, from from NIS, Cry Machina is releasing in October. This was a post-apocalyptic world where mechanical girls aim to survive and become real real humans. What? I think this is related to uh, Crystar. Anna, oh. I found a weird story game for you. <laughs> it's for you. Anna, yeah. are you interested in Cry Machina? Oh, she didn't hear me. Darn it. <laughs> so it's coming out for... Uh, PS4 and PC, PS4 and PS5. How much can you pay? Well, hang on. For Nintendo Switch on October 24th, and the European versions are going to come out on October 27th. And there is a $100 limited edition to pre-order on the NIS store. What is it? I don't... They didn't put what was in the uh, collector's edition. You get an acrylic stand thing what looks like a soundtrack disc, an art book, fancy box, and a little art cell in a cardboard frame. And a uh, poster. Cloth poster, Chris. Cloth poster. Cloth poster! Pre-order. Pre-order. Nah, I'm good. So you guys can be excited for that, and that will transition into new release dates. Um, Flintlock to Siege of Dawn has been pushed to 2024. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that game was supposed to be. It's so it's the problem with coming up. We'll have more time to yeah. fake. Because um, yeah, we don't I have watched... a picture in the we don't have a picture yeah. of the story, so we don't remember what it is. <laughs> um, Hammer Watch Two is releasing on PC in August. This is uh, Crackshell's action RPG series, and it's going to come up for consoles later in the year. What um, is we... this? This is looks neat. Is this a over the head two D Diablo? Mm hmm. Mm. Kind of reminds me of... I didn't play the uh, first one. Oh, what's... Uh, Children of Morta. Yeah. Okay. A little gotcha. bit more pixelated, less detailed, but like... Or less uh, stylized than Children of Morta, but kind of that same vibe. Oh, that griffin looks awesome. Never mind. This looks amazing. August 15th for that. And four players. Four player co-op online? Maybe? That... Solo and co-op. I don't know if it's online. I assume it's online. Probably online. Um, Bat and Kaitos 1 and 2 remaster is releasing in September. This is a remaster of the GameCube games. Note that they're only coming out digitally in North America. If you want a physical version, you're going to have to play Asia it. These also don't have the original English voice acting, right? It's only Japanese. Yeah, yeah, only Japanese, thank God, because that voice acting, it was recorded in a giant metal room on a tin can. Yeah, I want to preserve it, though. Come on. Game. I don't know about the second game, but the first game, yeah, the voice acting was not good. I, I turned that off so quick. So th- but, other things you can turn off in this version are encounters, um, you can turn on auto battle and you can cut scene, turn on cut scene skipping and turn on auto saving. Oh, cool. Yeah. Turning on the, turning off the encounters is nice because man, that game was kind of encounter heavy. Like was it? Oh. Game, like a lot of GameCube games. <laughs> this is one of the earliest games I remember that had a card based battle system. Yeah. And the, the, cards could go bad and that's how i learned that honey doesn't expire so mm. i put 
all sorts of honey in my. In my I was gonna thought you were gonna say I put all my magic I, cards in honey after that. And that that was yeah. a mistake. <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, Lost Kingdom came out first. Okay. Which uh, one's then, Lost uh, Kingdom? Another card-based battle game. Oh, okay, 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 okay. See, I I didn't pay attention to that one because that was from Activision. Yeah, I, I I doubt it's the first. Like, I'm sure there's like, like I know the Pokemon TCG is on the freaking Game Boy, right? So there's there's there definitely card games. So I'm trying to figure out the first RPG with a card-based battle system that isn't just like a TCG adaption adaptation. So you're saying Lost Kingdom might be that? I'll have to look it up. I want I want that to be my question. Uh, what, Lost which Kingdom one? <laughs> uses cards to summon monsters to mm. fight. What? Well, you also fought. All I know is that that's when I realized that I didn't like ter- uh, card-based battle systems because uh, RNG on top of everything else. And then, you know, ha- having your all of your food, which was the healing items, expire. Oh, and the only way to make money was taking pictures of the enemies? Yep. I can't remember. Did it do that automatically or did it? Nope. That did- was a card, too. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't see that as an auto option here. Auto enemy yeah. pictures. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, first of all, ba- Mega Man Battle Network apparently was card based. Thank you, Cyril. Um, and then, what if I want to spend lots of money on healing items, but I want it to be real money, Kelly? Do you have a game for that? Uh, Tower of Fantasy. Woo! Um,. This is releasing on PlayStation consoles in August, specifically on August 8. It is a free-to-play title for PC, iOS, and Android, and um, the number of paid editions includes access to a variety of bonuses available to pre-order. Oh, look, I it's like, another waifu simulator for me. I, I just noticed they have a, a paintbrush attacking character, which I thought was a Lost Ark thing. Is that in Tower of Fantasy as well? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. They've had one since Dynasty Warriors, like, set at five. Just all the waifu games have somebody who attacks with a paintbrush, or with a calligraphy brush? Is that just how this just works said, now? I just said Dynasty Warriors, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Warriors. considering that a waifu game. Why not? There's more male characters than female, and the, and the person using just the paintbrush teasing. is a guy. Oh, all right. Ma die. Uh, was the character. But no, I think it's cool. The giant paintbrush attacks and then they throw ink everywhere. It's like... Uh, I did uh, that in... I was doing that in uh, Lost Ark and it sounded like, oh no, I picked the weeby meme, meme character and I felt yeah, sad and then I not, stopped playing. Not, not, <laughs> not Lost Ark. What's the other one? Ion. Ion actually has uh, paint gauntlets. Mm. So instead of a brush, you actually are shooting paint. And then while you're playing, does it go? No, probably not. That was a Splatoon reference, by the way. I, I, I think. I okay, figured, cool. But I, yeah, <laughs> you can tell it's Splatoon because it sounds like uh, people it's singing underwater. while drowning, drowning underwater. Uh, um, Fate Samurai Remnant is releasing in September. I guess this is part of the Fate series, which I don't know. I is it an anime? Is Is this a light novel, visual novel thing? It's a anime 
visual novel fighting game RPG giant mecha of it, it's basically the equivalent of uh, oh uh, Toho. Okay. Oh no, gotcha. there's a bunch of fan main games too. It does not have a bunch of fan made okay. games. That's the thing about Toho to me is we've got mainline Toho and fan made Toho. <laughs> but it is a very big enterprise that mm-hmm. came out from actually a very it's it's by Type Moon. Polymorphic content, baby. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, and one of the screenshots has a cat in it, so now I'm interested. Oh, you're in. Um, this is coming out. Uh, when is it coming out on September 29th for PC, PS4, PS5, and Switch? And it has a limited edition Treasure Box edition available on the NIS store for $115. Uh, for your money, you get the standard physical copy of the game, uh, short story reference material, a soundtrack CD, a short story translation booklet, a B2 sized cloth poster, a command spell sticker set, and bonus costume DLC code. And if you try to look up the art of this, none of it is final. So awesome! Pre-order now. <laughs> maybe it looks like this. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, we don't know. It's, it's Nothing's final. Standard. Give us your money. Yeah. <laughs> it says fate on it. That's all you need to know. Money <laughs> now. <laughs> and then finally, glue Hank. I butchered that. Gloomhaven is heading to consoles in September, um, specifically September 18th. This is an adaptation of a very popular tabletop game that has really cool miniatures that I... It takes so long to set up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So you're probably better off playing this instead, whether or not... uh, I don't know if it perfectly emulates the rules of the tabletop, though. But yes, if you want to play some Gloomhaven, this is the much faster way to go. And the gold edition is going to include the, um, oh wait, there's like several different editions that have mm-hmm. different DLCs, so uh, you'll have to figure out what you want. The gold edition has the, the DLCs, and so, okay. what what is this? It's coming to consoles, so just, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Get all the things, then you have all the things, and then there'll be more things later, because we want your money. And, uh, yeah. We have a review up from Luis Mauriciano. Who gave it a three and a half out of five? So I could so see this. I could see this popping up for free on Epic just with the base game, so that you buy all the DLCs. At some and Cyrell says it's pretty much like the tabletop, so that's good. Okay. Yeah. It, oh, it looks cool as hell. Yeah. So I, I wonder what's holding it back. Why it only got a three and a half? I mean, is the game just so? The game was a big Kickstarter board game thing, and they keep releasing things for it, or that it was a huge. If you wanted all the bits, it was expensive. Um, so I'm wondering if this is one of those things like the hype of the game is more good than the game itself or not. <laughs> it's like we got together and did this whole thing, Kickstarter, and the games, it's all right. But like, look what we did. <laughs> we made all this stuff. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case, though. But so write in and tell me if you're a Gloomhaven fan and how cool it is. I mean, is is it one of those ones that is uh, like kind of a D and D inspired tabletop game with the pre made characters? Or, I, I, I honestly don't know. Cyrael in the chat says, "Don't know about the RP Game Review, but Gloomhaven had serious difficulty curve issues. It starts off stupid hard." 
So, well, it's it's a, it's, so what you're saying is it's a miniatures game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but painting miniatures is fun. There you go. And the, you don't get any of that fun here, do you? Do they look, I wonder, Kelly, do they have a miniature painting mode in here? Would you nice wa- if- would that be cool for you, or would you rather do it in real life? <laughs> I'd rather do it in real life. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because it's actually something I'm good at in real life. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, sp- speaking of spending a lot of money, Chris, I I don't Uh-oh. know if uh, I don't know if I should spend the hundred and twenty dollars on the Torgal plush. It looks so cute and fluffy. What? The Square Store has two Torgal plushes. One of them is the adult version. That's be, be, be right back, inches, spending money. <laughs> it's Excuse twenty-two me. inches long, so probably the size of a mid-sized dog in real life, or the puppy the version, dog. which doesn't look dog. as cute but is significantly dog. cheaper. I like them both. I want the big one. Oh, he's got a bit a friendlier smile on the big one. Hey, yeah, Anna, I know. Anna, oh, uh, you know, I'm just messenger. I'm getting the Torgo plush. I need him. I need him. And the thing is, I only need him while I'm playing the game. After that, I don't want him. But (laughs) while I'm playing the game, I want him right next to me on the couch. (laughs) Forget my cats. I don't have room for you. I have this fake dog. (laughs) Wow. Even I'm not that mean to my cats. Oh, I guess this means I don't deserve one. Release date is January of next year. Yeah. They usually have a long tail on pre-orders. Ah, a long yeah. tail! Look at his tail! It's pretty long! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they do the same thing with figures, where you can, like, pre-order them early and start, like, making down payments towards them. Yeah, oh, it's, it's it's funny, because I had pre-ordered the uh, sleep mask and tissue box cover of Red 13 and Kate Ketchy. And then I was like, wait, $80 charge on my card? What the hell? For Oh, I forgot that I pre-ordered that like a year ago. <laughs> All right, so the Torgal Puppy is $40. The Adult Torgal is $120. How big is it? 22 I, inches long. I actually got out of the tape measure. Or 58 centimeters. That's, That's tip to long. tail, though. Oh, wait, so, not including tail. The yeah, tail's even so, longer. <laughs> so it's it's about it could cover my desk. It's two feet. Yeah. Roughly. Well, he has four feet. Um. Well, high high, qual- high quality faux fur fabric with different lengths and colors that enhances details. Well, I'm glad they didn't use the low quality faux fur fabric. <laughs> Would well, they yeah, advertise it if they did? <laughs> well, I mean, it, as someone who used to build fursuits, it depends. Oh, boy. There we go. <laughs> Let's not I mean, get well, into that. People bring yeah. a lot of baggage when you mention the fursuit word. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, go pre-order your dogs now. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. Um, Chris, what's coming out? Final Fantasy 16 Original Soundtrack Ultimate Edition for $83. Wow, look at all this. How many discs? It's eight discs. It looks nice. Um, It's not vinyl. It's not vinyl. They probably have one, though. They're just not showing that here. Oh, I I have to close this page. No, the Square Enix Music Store is bad. Because I buy it, and then I never listen to it. 
I just put it on my shelf and I feel good. <laughs> See, I bought all that stuff in Japan, like the CDs in Japan for mm-hmm. some of the older soundtracks, mm-hmm. and they weren't that expensive. No, importing See, is expensive, especially okay. when you know the import company wants a cut too. So they See, that's that layers like cost. Final Fantasy fourteen. I can get the orchestration roll and just AFK in my house. Um. So sorry, put the wrong site. CD Japan is usually a little bit better than going through um Square Enix, but the navigating the site is hard and the prices aren't always better and it it's like yeah so here we go the that same ultimate edition fifty four dollars and twenty eight cents on cd japan and i said it was 83 so but let's add shipping kelly we're doing this live people get to learn what it's like to import the shipping charge uh starts at all right the cheapest is 17 dollars um, and the one I would do is $19 and 90 cents, but, uh, if you want it faster, it's like $26. So this is how you get up to $83. <laughs> ah, gotcha. So it, it's pretty close once. And then if you're dealing with Screen directly, you're dealing with the U S company or U S customer service. Actually, are you though? It's probably going through digital river and that sucks too. So maybe just go to CD Japan. <laughs> well, when, when we go to, uh, Osaka in October, I will look for the soundtracks. At least, at least it's not like me when I was used to buying uh, Stajiki off of uh, Yahoo Auction Japan and using Selga. So what's coming out, Chris? Well, so I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Let me tell you. Um, I think they... No, I'm just an idiot. Uh, the 24th through the... What's... Everybody, they changed my calendar thing. Okay, there. 24th to the 1st of July. As he stalls for time. A Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. For Nintendo Switch, PS5, Xbox Series, X, and Windows. Do we care about that? Gonna play Story of Seasons? Uh, no. Not not anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, Charade Maniacs, a visual novel for the Switch by Idea Factory. Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus for the... Uh, wait. That's Japan only. Sorry. We don't get that here. Same with Zikatrice. Um Oh! Front Mission First Remake is out this week, apparently. Uh, for Steam. I bet you forgot that. So, Steam, PlayStation, and Xbox. It says. Because it's been out on Switch already. Ah! Alright. The uh, Ghost Trick is, is getting a... Uh, a recent release for consoles and PC. If you remember yeah, Ghost was, Trick, that was announced during the Capcom show last week. And uh, oh, here's another one that's kind of in our warehouse: Master Detective Archives Rain Code from Two Q Games and Spike Chunsoft. It's an adventure for the Switch. And let me check on our site for any additional. Oh, we also also coming out this week. Soul Vars. Um, is this the one that was like kind of Mega Man-y? No, this is. What is this? Soul Vars. I look at it. Pixel side scrolling battle system RPG. Interesting looking art. I don't know if it's any good. Um, it's coming out on. It's already out on iOS and Android. Coming out for consoles and PC this week. And what else we got? We have. Enclave coming out this week. 
which this was already out on everything except PS4, Xbox, and Switch. So this is just getting a console release. Uh, it's a 2002 action RPG. It's getting an HD remaster on the consoles. So Enclave is third-person action RPG. So that puts it kind of in Elder Scrolls territory, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So check that out if you're into it. You want something a little bit more retro, but with some touch-up for, for modernity. And uh, yeah. Otherwise, play Final Fantasy 16. What are you waiting for? I don't have a PS5. That's a good reason to wait. That's actually a really good reason to wait. I'm sorry that they didn't put it out on PC. They should have put it out on PC. Well, I have a PS5, but it's in a different state. Different state of what? mind? No, different state. Mm. Period. Uh, crap, what was I going to... Did, did they say that this was going to be a timed exclusive and was going to come out to Epic or PC at some point? They have not said yet, but we we we're, surely it will come to PC like uh, their other ones have. Uh, well, we were gotcha. dis- we were actually discussing this on the Discord, and like some of th- some of the remakes that Square Enix has done have not been ported to like PC and other things. Um, two two examples: one being Valkyrie Profile Lenith, which is only on PlayStation, and the other being Star Ocean R, the first one is only available on whatever that released on. I'm confused. I lost the thread. What am I missing? What's not going to come to PC? 16? Yeah, it'll come to PC. Yeah, no, I'm sure 16 will. Yeah, 16 will be on PC uh, probably within a year. It's going to be a six-month or one-year timed exclusive, I guarantee you. (laughs) Sorry. Continue. (laughs) No, Star Ocean would probably have the issue of, like, dealing not only with Square, but also with Tri-Ace, so that could cause issues. I can't Mm -hmm. remember his... Valkyrie Profile, another one that's like with another company. Yeah, isn't that well, also Tri-Ace? But they own yeah, them. They yeah. own all those companies. And and Valkyrie uh, Valkyrie Profile Elysium is on Steam. Okay. Just not Lenneth. Yeah, I think it's also about know. whether or not it's the, it, it's an easy port or not, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is it worthwhile to port? Right. The issue <laughs> right. with Lenneth is Lenneth is a platformer. They want controllers, but most uh, I'll tell you most. People who game on PC do have a controller yeah. for their PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not everybody. Don't don't make assumptions about PC players. Anna learned this while doing um Gal- Galaxy, not Galaxy on Fire. What, what were her games? Um, shoot, the space shooter. <laughs> yeah, the space shooter. The yes, the, I played both and I liked them both. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, people want to use... Okay, so that's a little different because it's a shooting game. People, Listen, PC players want to use a HOTAS for everything, all right? They just <laughs> they want to use the flight sticks for everything. Just why? We don't know, but they do. God gave me a HOTAS, and I'm going to use it. To be <laughs> fair, for her games, it made some sense, at least, but yeah. Implementing that is no easy feat, especially for certain game controls like the first game had. Anyway. <laughs> and anyway, um, our editorials. All right. We've got a Miasma Chronicles review. Pascal liked it. Yay. Oh, yeah. Which one's Miasma Chronicles? Four out of five. This is XCOM in what? Uh, post-apocalyptic world. 
Okay. Isn't that most XCOMs? Uh, no, no, they're not post-apocalyptic. They're alien invasion. Post-apocalyptic is... Weird. So this is Fallout XCOM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, cool. It's got an interesting-looking world. Pascal seemed to like it. Yeah, so that the combat is deep and detailed, uh, stealthily assassinating targets before a battle never gets old. It's mm. fun and satisfying world building. Uh, familiar vo- locations viewed for through a post-apocalyptic lens and lots of dark humor. Some of the negatives, bugs still present, including the occasional game crash, and at least the early game has a fairly simple plot. Who made this? The Bearded Don't Ladies. Know. Okay. I don't know what else they've made. <laughs> and then we've got a Final Fantasy 16 demo impression from Paul Scarelli. Um, oh, they did said, make Mutant. Okay. Sorry. Carry uh, on. <laughs> he, he said that the few hours he spent with the demo story introduction and combat showcase were enthralling. And yes, I would recommend if you're on the fence about 14 or 16, downloading the demo yeah. and trying it. Um, Can't hurt, a good right? sense of yeah, I mean, you get a good sense of the, how the combat's going to play out, and it does, like, the first major chunk of the story, and it ends on a major cliffhanger, so <laughs> if you want to find out... I mean, more, yeah, you'll have a good sense. Do you Are you into it or not by the end of it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of skeezy, but I like it when demos end on cliffhangers, because I think that's a good place to stop to get me more interested in a game. Sure. That's marketing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Especially this screenshot's that... a spoiler as to abilities you get. No. <laughs> Especially that cliffhanger because it was like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> That's this game. This game yeah. is what is happening in the game. <laughs> Which I love it. I'm here for it. It's like, give me enough to keep me going and give me enough that I'm learning things. Like, just walk that balance. And they, they're getting me so far. So but who knows? I've had one night with it. Maybe I'll hate it tomorrow. We'll find out. Or maybe you'll just put it down and not go back like half your game. Oh, don't you dare. I well, finished. I'm just as bad. I'm not saying I'm not as bad. Uh, you I'm, know what? I'm you guys, just dist- I was distracted with Final Fantasy VI so much today. I didn't tell you all. I finished Diablo IV story. Cool. I'm oh, done with cool. its story. Just leveling now. I'm level 50. And now 16's out, so I'm going to put it down and forget to come back to it for a while. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, but you're done. Like Tam is saying. I, but at least I did the story. You know, that's something. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that game has some... Um, they have some tuning and, and patching to do because the, the end game, it sounds like, is not quite fully baked. I mean, it's fully baked. It's just not a cake people want. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, th- the hardest thing about 16 for me is that I've been trying to, you know, really pay attention to the story, but because my because of my stupid ADD, I keep wanting to try to pick up my phone to browse Twitter during cutscenes, and I don't want to do Kelly, that. have you pressed the pause button in the game? No. If you, oh my gosh, in the game, pause and hit the and hit the map button or hit the the map button. Oh my god, <laughs> the touchpad on the PS5 controller. <laughs> it is the map button let's be real that's the map button you hit the map button and they'll come up with like active time lore which brings up these little dots on the screen of like of relevant people in the scene you're watching right now kind of like how amazon does when you're watching a movie oh yeah so you can be like who is this guy again it'll give you a description here's who this guy is like i love it (laughs) 
See, well, 13 needed that. Every game has needed that. (laughs) And so far, it's been like new things every time. It's like each scene, it's not like... I'm not far enough yet for it to start cycling, but yeah, so far it's been like each scene. It's like, here's some new stuff going on in this scene that you could use some background on that you probably didn't notice, or maybe you know, it passed you by and you didn't quite catch the words because the word Delmechia is a dumb word and you shouldn't have to know what that means. Well, yeah, I'm an idiot because I was having, they keep bringing up bearers and I was trying to figure out what that meant. And I guess that would have solved the druids in Diablo four. You turn into a bear. No, ba- no, bearers. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they kept referring to people as bearers, and I'm like, what's? Oh, it's somebody. It's that- the slave class, and then each well, com- each country treats their slave class a little different. But yes, they they can use magic without a crystal. So. I don't think they all can. I think that it did a bad job of explaining that and that little thing. I think the ones that get used and um are of tactical value can use um. Will you get off my keyboard, cat? <laughs> she just rolled over into the key. Don't you ruin this show, girl. She's telling me oh, we need to end. Oh, about to turn on edit mode again? Like she could. She did once. I found the clip. I know. All right. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, uh, 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 the bears. Yeah, I think that there's like slave class bears who have no powers and slave class bears who do. Um, and I think it did a bad job of explaining that, but whatever. I guess we don't need to have a lore I, argument. <laughs> what I love the most, though, is the people that are just using magic crystals or magic crystals willy nilly, like the the one that used it to pour water, or they they were using them to like trim bushes in yeah, the garden. Yeah, so that's what they're <laughs> saying. So life in this world revolves around using magic crystals as as though it were electricity. So, uh, and they're going to say that that's bad. I'm sure the moral is going to be, oh, if we just learned how to do things on our own power, we'd be better. And I'm like, no, we use electricity in real life too, and it's fine, but whatever. Fine game. My, what I love is how everyone's finger is a freaking cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the people you interact with, they all have, they don't need crystals for magic, which makes them blessed by whatever power is in their family line. And uh, they, they, the thing they use it for, most of all, lighting cigarettes. Because <laughs> that I, looks I believe, cool. I believe in the Dresden universe, that's, that spell is called Flickus Bickus. <laughs> you know what? Consider, considering Yoshi P has uh, been late to a number of live streams because he's out smoking a cigarette, I'm not surprised. Smoking in Japan, guys. <laughs> they just haven't gotten the memo. <laughs> Or they got the oh, memo they and they the said, memo. we don't care. <laughs> yeah, they have the memo. They don't care. It's it's considered, it's really considered a very social thing. It's the same with, like, drinking. Flickumbicus, so, says Vaughn, is the name of the spell. Oh. <laughs> Which is well, I was close. Flick your Bic lighter, right? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, your wife's a Dresden Files fan. She knows she does. what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but she's got her headphones in. She's listening to romance novels now. This is what she does instead of being on the podcast. She chills out and listens to romance novels. And she's happier for it, so I can't fault her. But, man, get on the podcast and, again! All right. Well, <laughs> that ain't and happen. every time that he says that in the in the audio book, I always think of the biggest dickest scene from... Uh, <laughs> 
Life Harry of Potter. Brian. Oh. No, Life of Brian. <laughs> and then I, I try, I'm trying not to giggle because of how funny that scene is. All right. So now we know what's coming out. We've seen some reviews. We've talked about what we're playing. What are you going to play this next week, Kelly? 16. All right. I'm also 16. Josh. Fuka 2. And Tam. Galaxy Frontline Yuna. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Nikkei. <laughs> and Nikkei. All right. So let's see. What's our uh, what's our question of the week again? Um, when a remake has been announced, do you hold off or do you play the original? Something like that. I feel yeah, like sure we just did that question. I'm, I'm, I hope people call us on it if we did, but um, <laughs> answer it anyway. <laughs> yeah, all right. Call, call us on it and answer the question. Yeah. All right. So with that, I'm going to say that's a show, folks. Thanks, everybody. If you want to leave your feedback, go to Twitch. Uh, no, go to RPGamer.com. Find the podcast section. Find the RPG thread, RPG cast thread. Post it right there in the comments. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Twitch and see more great content from folks like Hairfrog and um, Scar, uh, you can go over to, and Tam uh, over on twitch.tv slash rpgamer and follow our channel there. And uh, we'll see you back here. And if you want to catch us live, you're just listening to your podcast player. We are twitch.tv slash rpgamer every 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern on Saturdays. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go play 16 now. So. I need to run to the hardware store to pick up a bag of weed killer. She's going to the hardware store. I was bum, counting bum, down. <laughs> <laughs> she's going, she's going, going to the hardware store. Okay. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.